You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 218. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Ingrid Bursma on how to manage your time and charge what you're worth as a freelance copywriter. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Ingrid Bursma, who is in my Samba program. Ingrid is coming from the corporate world, having been in communications for bigger wine companies, and now wants to go out on her own and acquire smaller wine companies who need help with copywriting. We talk about how she can manage her time and charge the right prices. Go to signal.com forward slash 218 to grab the show notes of this episode and find out how you can start to build your profitable online business. I am very excited to be here with Ingrid Borsma, who is here to do an on-air coaching session after giving me an IT interview. Thank you for giving me a review. Thank you, Ingrid. You're welcome, Sigrun. Really good to see you uh, on live now. <laughs> so before we dive into your challenge, uh, let's talk about what you do or want to do. I'm uh, switching a little bit of uh, my activity. Uh, I've been doing quite some... Um, well, not everything, but a lot of things at the same time. I've been doing marketing, communication, export consulting, and training services in the wine business in France uh, for uh, smaller companies. And when you say smaller companies, uh, the living is not always easy. And um, thanks to Sigrun, I had a little bit of thinking, and I said, well, this is now the time to switch if you really want to switch. And uh, so I... I'm launching my uh, freelance uh, content and copywriting activity this summer. So uh, really exciting. Great. And who will be the ideal client for your new freelance copywriting activity? Uh, my ideal client uh, will still be in the wine business, but I'm um, targeting more the bigger companies where budgets are. So uh, wine companies and then, well, as I have some projects in the beer as well, and uh, I always uh, wanted to be more in travel so it's main ideal clients in the wine business because I have my expertise over there but um, some beer for other interests and some traveling uh, as I can travel then for more for my job. So what's the reason for the switch? The reason is uh, several things last well um, not the most important but almost the most important is that soon I'll uh, head for the next second half of my life so when you're thinking about so say, well, this, this is the moment to be able to do other things, to, be, to do things that you're passionate about. You know what it's like to do things about passionate things. And last summer, um, I, um, one of my good friends, uh, old colleagues, and maybe well, even a mentor, I think, passed away uh, well, uh, quite young after fighting uh, with cancer. So well, when these things happen, you, you're thinking a little bit more. My sister came over for holiday and she... Uh, introduced me to uh, a really uh, interesting uh, Iceland uh, 
Switzerland uh, girls. My sister said, well, it would be good to do these uh, webinars. I said, yeah, why not? But, well, I was on other things. And she said, well, because we're Dutch, uh, I'm speaking quite well English, I think. But she said, well, I'm not sure that I'll be able to follow them uh, right away. Uh, so I said, well, we can do it together. Finally, I did it uh, all by myself. And that's why, well, the, the, the thinking process uh, was even more improved, in fact. Well, it took me some time because you're doing quite a lot of things. It wasn't uh, maybe the right moment because, uh, well, you're heading for quite some things when people pass away and other projects and so so it, it took me some time until December and then uh, I said yeah it's time now so um, I'm improving my copywriting uh, for the last six months and uh, I'm working out this project so um, it's now well the thing is that we have to find uh, the good way to leave some things behind and really start with a good mindset. Great now what is then your challenge with its exciting times? Well, my biggest challenge for the next months, in fact, besides launching well and having uh, some interesting clients for my copywriting business is, well, get my company out of the red zone because it's, uh, well, it's not because you're always in red that I'm talking about red zone. It's just because, well, if you want to start something new, I think your mind has to be ready for it and not having all kind of uh, details or not details, major things as well, popping up every day and, um, not have, you're not having the time and the energy uh, as you sh normally should for that. So that's my main challenge for the next months, in fact. And at the same time, I'm working on the launch of my uh, copywriting uh, business. So basically, you're leaving your job and you're starting a business as a freelance copywriter. That's No, I already have my company for quite some time. Sorry, I didn't explain that before. Yeah. In this uh, marketing, communication, expert and training uh, expertise, uh, as I think the target, the ideal client wasn't uh, the best choice and um, you're more a firefighter than a business uh, developer. It has been like that all the time. So you, well, you're having your head uh, in, in the wheel, in fact, and you're, you're going forward and then uh, whenever, well, you can go on with that and say, well, it's like that. But um, when some moments in life you say, well, it has to be different now uh, as I... Uh, I think it's my motto for 2018. It would be nice to get living and uh, stop surviving on a financial level. So uh, be able to have a good lifestyle business and not do whatever I want because, well, you have to be realistic, but to be able to do a lot of things that I haven't been uh, doing for the last years. And then having uh, always this passion in mind that I said, well, I'm not a big writer because when you're uh, multilingual, you always, well, not always, but I'm I'm between languages. I'm fluent in French and fluent in um, English, I think. And as I'm Dutch, I'm fluent as well. I'm speaking quite German. So um, I think you can't be really good in writing in all the languages. And I found out that, in fact, with the, the copywriting writing organization that I'm working now, that it's not uh, literature writing. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to write. Although I thought when I was uh, at school uh, some time ago, that it wasn't for me. Just clarification. So you basically have your own business, but you have been in an area of your business, marketing communication, that uh, you don't like anymore, or it nails you down too much. Yeah, it nails me down too much because marketing communication on an international level is, uh, well, has been my life for quite some time, uh, combining with export, because if you're international, you have an international profile, you more or less put in in these kind of jobs 
last summer I said, well, I stopped the wine business because uh, the bigger companies uh, have all their people. Uh, the smaller companies who need the work uh, done don't have the time, don't have the budget. So you're in between. So at that time I decided, well, it's a pity that um, you're uh, not having your expertise and your experience for the last uh, 10 plus, 15 plus almost years flew away. So uh, that's why, well, I'm... Um, my ideal client will stay in the keep the ideal client as as wine business, but I have to uh, upgrade. In fact, um, the client, you know, the ideal client. So yeah, okay, yeah, that's good to clarify that. And now we have the backstory. So you are in the process of uh, educating yourself to be better at what you want to be doing, and you want to make sure that your business is profitable when you go out there for the bigger clients. But ultimately, it's about just focus on one thing. So the clients are bigger. You want to do copywriting. What are you doing to get those clients right now? I'm working on an update of my LinkedIn profile uh, with the American organization that I'm working with. I'm doing an intensive training for the last two weeks, and it's still going on for the next two weeks. I will pop up my uh, website, uh, although I said, well, the website, it's not for me because it's uh, maybe too complicated. It was some time ago, but now with all these easier application and a, a lot of good support, it will be that. So by the end of the month, hopefully latest in June for my birthday, I'll have my own website, a LinkedIn profile who is not uh, selling myself, but uh, who will be able to show to my LD client how I can help them. It's, uh, it's another way of thinking and it's a social selling part that is really getting more and more interested as uh, Melanie um, really, well, I met Melanie uh, by Sigrun in fact and now I bought her last uh, book so uh, I'm doing a master webinar at the end of the month so in fact I'm, I'm heading uh, to a new digital area that I was not really in for the last uh, years so uh, and I think that's one of the ways to um, to improve my business as well yeah when you say you want to get the business out of the red is it more like as you're preparing for it for the future you want to hit the ground running you want to make sure it's immediately profitable is that well it's also the red zone is is financial because as uh, my business wasn't profitable until now you have always those uh, old things uh, behind you and they're getting back to you uh, all the time with administration, with uh, banks and everything. So, and I want to have my clear mind this next month uh, or the latest this summer to say, well, it's behind. I uh, got all my um, little things uh, and bigger things uh, cleaned up and uh, I'm heading. So, well, I'm still figuring out how to get those uh, several case euros uh, come back uh, somewhere and be able to say, well, at, in June, at late July, um, I have my mindset up and uh, work on uh, content and copywriting business. Yeah. So it's going to be, you're selling your time in the future as well. So, and the challenging part of selling your time is people will possibly charge too little and fill their time with clients. So from Monday morning to Friday afternoon, many freelance people have filled up their time with client work. And the challenge is then, when do you do admin and when do you do marketing? So as you are kind of restarting, 
out, this is what you need to pay the most attention to. Do not fill your calendar with client work because that's when you kill yourself, so to speak. That's what I've been doing for the last uh, several years. Yeah. No. So you have to start with a very, very strict schedule and say, whether it's, you know, Monday or half a Monday that you're going to do admin and on Friday, you're going to do marketing and it's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday that you actually sit down for six or eight hours a day and do client work. You cannot do it hundred percent or even 80%. You need time for admin and marketing because where are the next client going to come from? Where are you going to get clients from six months from now? It comes from actually having the time to do marketing. Since you are aiming for bigger clients, your best option is, of course, LinkedIn. And uh, you're going to start there. And we have, uh, you know, there are two episodes already out there with Melanie Todoro and her latest book on how to do LinkedIn. There's also another episode, Viveka van Rosen. So you can learn a lot from these uh, two LinkedIn experts on how you can actually reach out to clients on LinkedIn. Because it's not going to be... You're not going to run Facebook ads. You're not going to necessarily do a webinar. In the beginning, it's just if you can land, let's say, two or three big clients, you might be fully booked. And that's maybe all you need. With some retaining uh, clients as well. Yeah. Retainer clients. Uh, so you would have clients that you have a contract with them, uh, some hours included per month, and they can call you up. But then you just have to be strict, say... I don't work on Fridays or, or whatever it is, or I'm busy today. You know, you have to respect your own time. This is the biggest challenge I see for freelancers is that they fill their calendar. I just had a discussion with uh, one of my clients yesterday who is actually trying to get out of this. Uh, she's a trainer for companies. And uh, if she sees an open slot in her calendar, she will say to a client, oh, yeah, Actually, I'm free tomorrow or I'm free on Friday. But she was supposed to be marketing her business. And this has been, a, you know, she's repeating this dilemma for years and years. And so this is just a warning for anyone listening and you. I think everyone should do what they love. The danger is if you do client work every single day or if I would do coaching every single day, I have no time to do marketing. I have no time to record this episode. And then you, the business will not grow. And ultimately, you don't want to necessarily be a freelancer forever. You may want to have a vision of, because if you own a true lifestyle business, then at some point, you become an authority in your field. Maybe you are one of the best copywriters for the wine business. And maybe others, well, we have to think big. We all started zero, but, you know, think 10 years from now. Do you want to be working, or five years from now, do you want to be working, you know, eight hours a day, every day of the week? No. So you need to have a goal where this is going to take you, especially if you're restarting or, or redirecting your business. You need to have a vision of, okay, where do I want to be five or 10 years from now? Okay, if it's copywriting, if copywriting is your passion, if you feel you're good at it, you enjoy it, are you writing books for the wine industry? Are you teaching other copywriters how to do this properly? Are you uh, having, you know, workshops where 
they pay you enough that you just do, do, need to do two, three workshops a month and then you're covered to the, like anything is possible. I don't know if you saw my video and <laughs> I recently found a vision I wrote down 10 years ago and it was a bit crazy. And uh, I wrote in it, make a million dollars a year. And at that time I was making 100,000 as an employee. So I would say anything's possible. So I think that's the key for you. Uh, you say your challenge is to get out of the red for, yes, it's a short-term goal for you to get retainer clients fast, but not fill your calendar at the same time. And the long-term goal is that you need to know where this is going to take you. Because otherwise we sit here five years from now and discuss how you're going to get out of the working for your retainer clients <laughs> business. So there needs to be another goal. I think it's a great start. Everyone needs to start somewhere and you need to find clients that love what you do. And uh, this is going to be the typical, it's like the old fashioned marketing. It's like one-on-one. -on -one. You reach out to these companies individually. You already have the background in this industry. So they're not going to say, oh, who is this person? They're going to want to know more about your profile. Yes, you need a website, but a very, very simple website. Yeah, just a WordPress one. Yeah. We call it a business card website where basically it doesn't do much. It needs to be easy to read on mobile. That's the key. And it needs to be easy to contact you and uh, talk to you about a potential project. But there again, you're not available every day. You uh, talk to clients, prospects on a particular day. And you do client work on another day and marketing on another day. You need to compartmentalize the days. Uh, if you prefer work on half days, whatever it is. But I think full day focus on each type of work is, is probably best. Yeah, I've been doing it a little bit last few months because uh, I was thinking, well, I have to solve these problems, these problems. I'm firefighting over here. I said, no, if you really want to launch this business, if you really want to head forward, uh, I took my time to follow your webinars. I took my time to uh, start reading the book of Melanie and uh, all these things. And well, in my head, I'm ready for it because normally it's, well, to say, well, the most important thing is to uh, reply to uh, all these administrations, everything. I said, no, today is that day. And well, sometimes I will, the last weeks I've been working late, but it's just an investment for the next uh, few months. So, uh, of course, you cannot start a business and just work a few hours a day. I think all of us who have successful businesses, you start and you work quite hard in the first, you know, whether it's 12 or 18 months or whatever it takes. But you need to have this vision of how does this ideal business look like and design it from the start that way. And, and then the hardest part is to be strict with yourself, not with your clients. No, no, that's, that has been really difficult. It has been the key issue for the last years, in fact. And that's why I'm almost sure that it didn't really was profitable right away. And I had other priorities at the same time. And now I really have, um, thanks to last summer uh, events, I have been working on a vision uh, last weekend, or we had a long weekend in France, more or less. Uh, I really wrote it down, uh, not for 10 years, but for five, because I think life is too short to put it. As you explained um, in one of the present on the webinars, it's 10, it's more a dream. But um, well, I think five years is, is okay. Well, I won't be able to get it to a million maybe in, in five years' time, but um, yeah. But it's good working on that and just also saying, well, I'm working on it now because if not, you're not doing it all the time. And, and then you block for a few hours and you say, well, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've been heading forward. And that's really interesting as well. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah. So your next step is to sign up those clients. And since you maybe don't have a portfolio, which is often something that people want to see, if you're hiring a copyrighted client, you might want to see examples of their copywriting. So your first client might need to be a test client. They might pay a lower fee, but be careful to raise your rates quickly so that you uh, don't get stuck in the low fee bracket. I was a business consultant before I did what I do today, always along with my uh, CEO jobs. And uh, it was important to have the rates, the right rates, because uh, I was writing business plans for people, which is similar in copywriting in that sense, exactly these numbers, and, <laughs> and it helps them build the business in a way that, you know, they get funding or something. But uh, yeah, it's essentially you're doing the job for them because they're either too lazy to do it themselves or they don't have the knowledge and uh, they don't have the insight uh, expertise to do it. But it's important when you take on that type of a work, especially when you don't know how big the scope is and how long it will take you. You know, copywriting is like a, also a creative way. So you don't know how exactly how long it takes you to write a good copy. And uh, it's important that you start with the right rates. And the right clients. Right rates and right clients, yes. Uh, the right people will respect your rates. But at the same time, if you're starting out, you know, you cannot start and say, oh, I'm going to charge you 750 an hour. You start lower. But I think the key is if I look back what I did, I just increased it fast, you know, Every few clients, it was an opportunity to see what was the right rate. Assuming also that they're happy and that you're good at what you do, which we always assume that everyone is the expert and good at what they do. We're not going to charge high rates for crap. No, it's about delivering value. But the first one or two or three clients may not be paying market rates because you just need to get feedback and testimonials. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, we're working on it with this is an intensive um, virtual uh, business building training. So uh, yeah, I'm on my way. It's just, well, I have to uh, get rid of all these things behind and uh, head forward now. Well, I think you are well on your way. Very positive attitude. I think you know what to do. Always. Always. And I just uh, wish you best of luck, Ingrid. Yeah, and then hopefully I have my biggest client so I can join you on the Samba program or Mastermind. Uh, maybe before the, ex uh, the end of the year, but well, I'll give me some time for that. So yes. as I, uh, well, ever since last uh, summer, I said, well, it would be great to go to Iceland. But I know that you say it's no time, not the right moment. It's not a good excuse, but um, I think also that you have to be ready in your mindset and be able and having, well, the possibility to, to afford it. It's one of my challenges as well. It's not the main challenge, but the challenge is all to, to have a profitable business and we're working on my self-improvement uh, trainings all the year time. Maybe not having a mentor every year or they are, but not working with them uh, intensively, but being able to work on uh, improvement in the copywriting because they have a really great program, um, the organization we're working with, doing some... Um, other masters or I have an idea of doing more in the media business, but I have to have some more uh, experience in it. So yeah, and I think it's one of the passions that I found out as well. For me, it's important to be on an ongoing learning process and not stabilize because you have your experience and everything. So yeah, Samba is or Samba or another maybe training you're heading for before the end of the year will be one of my challenges as well. So yeah. 
Really, well, uh, keep following you. I'm uh, really looking forward to new uh, events and new possibilities. So, uh, yeah, and it was great to meet you in live. So, it's, yeah. Thank you for being on the show, Ingrid. Thank you, Sigrid, for your time and, uh, and your ideas. And uh, I'll keep you posted. Want to know how you can build a profitable online business? Get free access to the seven stages of profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 218. There you also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.